Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day and, as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a big success. Hello, 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 everyone. What's going on, queens? I hope that you all are having a wonderful Fourth of July holiday weekend so far. It's Monday, the 4th of July here in America, and we are celebrating our freedoms and our liberties. So, of course, our theme for today is the freedom of business. We're going to talk about how important it is for those of us in America, to truly appreciate the freedoms of business, especially us as women. We've come a long way, and today, in this 21st century, the opportunities are endless for women, for women to just literally go with the sky is the limit in in practicing our freedoms and privileges of being queens of our own empire. And so, again, we're going to be talking about the freedom of business, so hopefully you will be able to stay with us. And for all of you who will be probably listening to the recording of this broadcast, know, uh, pay close attention that the Freedom of business is very, very important. And when we don't take advantage of it, when we don't do the things to be successful in our business, we're harming ourselves and we're setting an example that's the wrong one. So we're going to talk about the freedom of business in just a little bit, and I trust that you all will be with me. Well, I'm going to be bringing to you the five new questions of business leadership, right? So very, very important. And I'll be talking also about how important it is to have that follow-up system. Uh, I, I had to go back in my follow-up system and I had to tweak a few things. And again, I'll be discussing that a little bit later on as well. So what I want to do right now is I want to go ahead and I want to share with you the five questions of leadership. Again, the five questions of leadership. Here's question number one. What is your functionality today? Ladies, you've got two choices. When you're talking about being the queen of your empire, when you're talking about making things happen for yourself, your business, you only have one function that really should be in. And it should be that of an action taker. But, of course, there's, there's two paths that you can take. You can choose to be a procrastinator and just sit on your ideas, sit on the things you know you should be doing, sit on stepping up to the plate as a leader in your business and not do anything, right? But that wouldn't be I should say that wouldn't make you very happy, now would it? Because as women, we all know one of the things that we share in common uh, from an emotional standpoint is that we desire as women not to just be seen as 
homemakers and mothers, although those are very, uh, very good roles to be in, and we are grateful for those roles. But there's so much more to us, right? There's so much more for us to reach for. And deep inside of each and every one of you, I know that there is a purpose, there is a dream, there is a goal, there is something that you want to be doing right now. Well, I'm here to tell you that it's no use in waiting for 20 or 30 years until you retire. It's no use in uh, in procrastinating and putting off what you can do today. It is time for you to practice the freedom of business. It's time for you to appreciate the country that we live in, right? It's a great country. We've got our issues, but take it from someone who's traveled around the world with her husband who's retired military, and I have lived in in different places. I know what I'm talking about, and America is the greatest country in the entire world, and I'm going to tell you why in just a little bit. Ladies, question number two in the five new questions of leadership, are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? This is something that we have a tendency to overlook because we're too busy playing the laborer, but we really need to make sure that we are focused on the sales that we want to happen every single week, right? Now, depending on your business model and the type of business you have and even the industry that you're in, You know, your sales may not come in like weekly on target, right, or daily, but if you're usually in the services or the consulting field, usually you're going to look at your cash flow more or less on a week, on a monthly basis because, you know, you you have a uh, a lead process, a workflow process, and usually you're going to set the number of customers or clients that you want to have retained somewhere, you know, around a zone that's good for you. And that's very important for you to understand. So different businesses set their sales goals differently. For consultants and coaching, the sales goals might be on a monthly basis. That gives them that time to work that uh, marketing workflow, that that pipeline, that sales funnel, um, and generate more leads to talk to more people, right? But you still can kind of break it down on a weekly basis based on that figure, have something to go after, be more aggressive on a weekly basis in pursuing that. And again, those of you who have products or product businesses, then of course, you too need to be planning on how many product units do you need to sell each week in order to meet your sales goal. So the sales goal is really at the core something that has to be set because if not, you don't know what your purpose is purposing your uh, your business towards. You don't know what you're setting your goals towards. You, you're, you're not as clear. And you need to be clear, definite of purpose, right? You need to have an exact number that you would like to see coming in weekly or monthly. And that you can take to the bank, right? And number three is what offers do you need to create to reach your target sales goals. Now, when I talk about offers, I'm talking about compelling offers, which is a free offer that is going to help build your credibility, that is going to help build trust within you, your product, your service, that's going to attract people to what you have and build your mailing list so that you do have interested parties that you can market to. That is so very, very important. Number Number four is, is your marketing strategy in place? 
right? So as you begin to create a compelling offer, you know, that's just one method you use to attract people to what you have to offer. And of course, that is the definition of what marketing is. But that's just one way. You know, you have to really create a marketing strategy for everything to fit into. You usually want to use anywhere between three to five marketing methods uh, at one time, working together in order to attract people to you so that you can have a consistent stream of leads coming into your company, right? And so that's going to be very important. I can't talk enough about why building a list is so key. And I've had some people to pose the question, well, isn't that archaic? Isn't building a list archaic? Isn't building a list um, outdated? Everybody is using their mobile phone. Everybody is using their notepad. You know, nobody's looking in the email anymore. And it's really interesting that when I hear those kind of comments, It tells me, it literally tells me that those individuals do not understand marketing. And if they are consultants or coaches talking to me, which I have had a few in the the recent weeks say, hey, uh, email is outdated, or, you know, when I talk about building the list, they don't have uh, their thought process on the right path, right? Because building a list, is not just about email, okay? And I don't know why when that term, that phrase, building your list, is mentioned, everybody wants to think that building a list is about email, but it is not. Building your list is simply talking about being able to attract people to you enough to where they are willing to give up their name, their phone number, and their email address, by the way, right? And in, many, in some cases, even their addresses, depending on how you have your workflow set up. Why is that so important? Because without people, we can't have a business. And with, without knowing who's interested in what you have and what you're attracting them to without knowing who they are, how are you going to actually market to those individuals? I want to give you another example. I had a client who basically um, does T-shirts, beautiful, beautiful bling T-shirts. And she was very, very caught up in the design of the T-shirt, working on that labor side, caught up in the design of the T-shirts and how beautiful they were. So she did the T-shirt. She she hired people to assist her with putting on all of the beautiful stones and different things that she does with her T-shirts. Beautiful T-shirts, right? But then after she finished, her challenge was, How am I going to sell these T-shirts? I really don't have the money to advertise them like I want to, but I can put them on social media and hope somebody wants to purchase these T-shirts. But listen to what I'm saying. When I asked her, well, there's an easier way, I said. There's an easier way. 
You've been selling your T-shirts, you said, for the past 10 years. You've been doing T-shirts off and on on the side as a side hustle. But now that you have it as a full business, all of those people that you have been selling T-shirts to in the past, did you database them? Do you have their names, email, and phone number of them? In other words, do you have a list to start with? Guess what? She said, I wish I did, but I just have a bunch of pieces of paper that I can't even find, and I never really kept up with that. I didn't know that that was going to be that important once they purchased the T-shirt. See, therein lies our misunderstanding of marketing altogether. Remember, marketing is a process of attracting individuals to you, to what you have, through methods of promotion, through methods of generating leads and building your list through methods of building your credibility, videos, all those things are part of the marketing process. But building the list is most important. Why? Because every single thing that you do, social media, advertisement, email sequences, videos, all of them are for the purpose of building your list so that you can have a stream of people who say, yes, I'm interested in what you have to offer. And the more you go in front of that list of people and let them know and build a relationship with these individuals, the less you're going to have to work on the outside of trying to sell your services or your product. The bigger the list, the more successful you can become if you understand your target market. See, all of these things are very important. And so I want to appeal to all of you who are listening now and who will be listening to the recording of the show. Building your list is the number one most important thing you can do to be successful in business, right? It, when you talk about the methodology, when you're talking about the techniques, the strategies, the things that need to happen in order for you to get people's attention, And so that you can sell, building your list is number one. Don't you forget it. Now, with them building your list, email has a big part in that, right? Everybody has an email. Now, here's my question to you. If large corporate 500 companies like Amazon, AT&T, right, T-Mobile, Comcast, Xfinity, if large companies, these are companies that might be, they are in the top 500, and many of that I listed are in the top 100, companies in the world, if these companies consider email marketing to still be number one in reaching out to their clients and their, their prospective clients, If they still consider email marketing to be number one, why shouldn't we as small and micro business owners, meaning we're, you know, for those of us who perhaps do under the $500,000 mark every year, why shouldn't we receive that and understand that email still has a very, very important place? How many of you listening right now still go check your email? Probably everybody listening to the show. You still go check your email. But here's the thing about email these days. Yes, we get a lot of junk email. But at the end of the day, when we know somebody that we trust and have 
and, and we know they have built their credibility with us. They have proven to us. When we know that they are going to email us, we pay attention to the email. Another thing is that even when we don't know someone, but we receive an email that has a subject line that captures our attention, we're going to click and see what that's about. Now, if we read and we find it disinteresting, we'll click off, but at least we've clicked on it, right? Well, guess what? That's the same thing that happens to every person that you're trying to reach. They have a decision when you send them an email after they have opted into your your free offer, your compelling offer, they have an option to click further for some other call to action to visit your website or to to, uh, register for a webinar. They have that option to click into your website. So don't you believe that email is obsolete, that it's irrelevant, because that couldn't be further from the truth. But I tell you what we do need to do as, as business women, we need to start learning and understanding the fundamentals of, of business and marketing. We need to start understanding the importance of consistency. So again, number four in the five new questions of leadership, is your marketing strategy in place? Hmm. I want you to really ask yourself that question. And as you ask yourself that question, if you say yes, then ask yourself, is my social media advertisement, email sequences, and videos, do I I have a marketing content schedule that is incorporating all four of those methodologies? Ask yourself that question. And last but not least, in the five new questions of leadership, on a scale of one to ten, what's your belief level? This question is very important to me, and I'll be honest with you guys. I ask myself this question constantly. I'm always putting myself in check because I want to have that type of belief so deeply rooted that it compels me to take swift and immediate action. You guys know what I'm talking about. Unshakable faith, baby. Yes. Yes. Unshakable faith. Remember, Queens, your belief level is tied directly to your action. If you're taking action, you should see your goals being accomplished or to do items marked complete on your checklist. So maybe you need to do like I do, put yourself in check. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? Let your actions be your answer, okay? There you have it, five new questions of leadership. These questions are designed to help you hone your leadership skills, right, as the CEO of your company. These questions are designed for you to ask them of yourself as often as you need to. And remember, as you move along in time throughout the year, you're going to have different answers for these questions as you begin to grow. Your answers are going to change. So take the challenge and answer those questions. Ask those questions for your, of yourself. And remember, those answers are going to, that you give are going to be deep-rooted many times that require you to take actions on different things. That may require you to go back to the drawing board, right? And as always, if you need to talk about these things, if you need uh, to brainstorm about ways to monetize your business, handle different challenges, or perhaps 
find a solution, you know if you have not had a power talk with me that you are more than welcome to go to womenaboutbiz.net. That's womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra.net and schedule a power talk. All you have to do is just right there on the homepage, just scroll down a little bit up under the banner at the top, and you'll see it. It'll say schedule your free power talk, okay? And schedule that with me. Don't procrastinate. There's no need to try to be perfect and have everything put together before you talk to me. You won't need me then, will you? You know, so go ahead and give me um, a call uh, or go ahead on the site and get yourself scheduled. Very, very important. Again, I want to say a happy 4th of July to everyone, and I know that those of you that are listening, you've probably got something uh, scheduled where you're going to have yourself some some good food, some barbecue, some baked beans, burgers, hot dogs, all those traditional things in the U.S. as we have uh, every 4th of July, right? But I want you to stay on board because we have about 10, 15 minutes left in the show. The show is going to be cut a little short today. Stay on board with me as I discuss and talk about the freedom of business. Now, as we are celebrating freedom, the 4th of July, our independence from, uh, from Britain, actually from the U.K., We're celebrating our independence. I want to look at it in a different way because this country has certainly grown, right? This country from from old has grown from the days of uh, slavery, captivity, bondage, uh, to use human labor uh, without pay, without respect. Uh, It has grown from that point to civil rights, fighting for the freedoms, even though slavery was abolished, fighting for those freedoms. And now here we are as a country that since I would say probably the uh, 1950s and 60s, it's been growing rapidly, just tremendously, right? And now here we are in the 21st century, in the 2000s, and we have more freedoms than ever. You know, uh, you know, before uh, the 21st century, in the early 19th century, uh, women were fighting for the freedom to vote. They were fighting for certain liberties. And even, uh, even in the 1900s, like 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, women really couldn't even get a loan on their own without the banker asking her, are you married? You know, are you married? And, uh, you know, does your husband know you're asking for this loan? You know, there were certain things that women couldn't do. Uh, They had to always get find some man to co-sign or back them in, in most states all over the country, right? I mean, that's not that far back. Women have had their liberties taken away from them in many ways. And then, of course, with the Industrial Revolution, a lot of women uh, began to work as secretaries in an administrative field, right? But they weren't too much uh, received in other areas like in, in engineering and, uh, and, and being a physician and, all of, and being a lawyer and all of those. Every now and then there was a woman that was a lawyer in her town. It was very sparse, right? As a matter of fact, 
if you look it up on the internet, you know, Yale, Harvard, some of the Ivy League colleges didn't start accepting women into the colleges until very late. And then uh, African Americans weren't accepted into many of the colleges that were predominantly white uh, until uh, the late 60s and, and 70s, and even the late 70s, right? So our country has began to evolve and began to grow. Interracial marriage was was uh, an actual law against interracial marriage for the longest time. So civil rights came along, and civil rights cleared the path for a lot of things. And as we began to grow as a country and as we began to abolish those mindsets, not everybody, but at least the majority to vote these things through, the rights and the civil liberties of individuals began to grow. So when I think about the 4th of July, I'm grateful that we have America. I'm grateful for that. Because perhaps we, none of us would even be in existence, right? We're in existence in this world today because of, of the, the uh, country America being created. So we have to have some gratitude and we have to be grateful. But here we are now in the 21st century, in the 2000s, and we have been blessed. We have been blessed to see our first black president. Our, our ability to have actually witnessed that, and many of our parents had that ability to witness that, and what a beautiful thing that was. And we have now seen the first female vice president. How beautiful is that, right? And we are moving and moving forward with many new new things happening in our country today. And, of course, as we celebrate Women's History Month every March, it is being revealed more and more of all of the incredible things that women have done, not just since the 2000s, but since the beginning of time, the incredible things that women have done to contribute to the, to the what I call the betterment of society as a whole. It's a beautiful thing. We are talented. We are incredible beings. Don't you forget that. We are queens, all of us. And God has given us the ability to be the queens of our own empire. So when we talk about the freedom of business, it's important for us to understand that as we look at the freedom of business and we have chosen to be in business, to not disrespect it, but we must embrace it and have gratitude for it. Therefore, I call you to be a great woman of courage. I call upon you to be a woman of leadership. I call you to be a woman of worth. I call you to be a woman about her business. I call you to be a queen of your empire. Today, in this moment, and in this time, moving forward, let no one move you or shake you from your purpose and from what you want to do with your life, because it's not only your right and privilege as a citizen, but it's your right and privilege as a human being. God is giving you the authority 
to do anything imaginable for the good of others and yourself. So it is time for you to put your big girl panties on. You know I had to say it. And it is time for you again to be the queen of your empire. Now, exactly what is an empire? What is that? Well, an empire, and it has assets. Any of those things that you would like to put in your empire, assets that will help you to create wealth, that will help you to bless the lives of other people, with your services and your products, it will help you to create a legacy for your family. That is what an empire is all about. So you can put in that empire businesses, a nonprofit organization, real estate, insurances, right? You can put in that uh, empire anything that you want to do to build it strong and together it collaboratively can help you to solidify your abundance. So let's not take these freedoms for granted, right? Let's not take these freedoms for granted. We have to every day wake up in gratitude knowing that we live in a country that says you don't have to wait to think about an idea to start a business. You're free to, you're free to have an idea. It's not a sin. It's nothing wrong with it. And you can start a business at any time and make as much money as you want. Of course, you know you have to pay taxes. But taxes are important. We can't look down on taxes because because of taxes, we're able to have the freedoms and liberties we do have because of the, the roads, the schools. We could do better with how taxes are structured. Yes, we could. We could do better with how the monies are being spent. But taxes do allow us to still have those freedoms because those monies are circulated to every state in the country. Maybe we don't get that fair share amount. Maybe we need to vote in the right way to make sure that things are being represented properly by people who have integrity and value and not just want to play politics. But what we need to understand at the end of the day, we have freedom to start as many businesses as we want, and the sky is the limit with the amount of money that we want to make in this country. At this moment in time, as a woman, we don't have anything but your own mind to hold you back from being a thriving and successful businesswoman and the queen of your empire. You can take to the bank from Trina. So what are you going to do with all that information? How are you going to practice your freedoms and your liberties? How are you going to do that? I'll tell you how you're going to do it. You're going to wake up every day and prepare your mind for greatness. You're going to feed positivity in your mind. You're going to eliminate negative habits. You're going to eliminate poor leadership. You're going to eliminate naysayers and individuals who don't mean you any good nor your business any good. You're going to eliminate yourself from being exposed to all of that. That's the first thing you need to do. And then what you need to do is you need to get yourself a good old-fashioned dose of unshakable faith. 
that level of belief so deeply rooted within you that it compels you to take swift and immediate action and therefore increasing and expanding your belief capacity within yourself and your very own empire. That's what you're going to do. I hope that you receive that with all the love that I have to give you. So we're ending the show a little bit early today, but what I wanted to do is to share with you that the Women About Biz community that we call the Crown Community is now getting ready to open. We've been working diligently all weekend with adding a a core group of Women About Biz members, and now we're getting ready to open it up. And so if you are a Women About Biz bronze member, that's our free membership. If you're a bronze member, then you will be receiving an email with an invitation to join our new community. And trust me, you're going to want to be a member because this new community is something else. It's not a regular Facebook type group or community. It is going to be a community that will help you to thrive, make more money. It's going to be a community that that puts resources and things in front of you that you hadn't even thought about you definitely are going to want to be a part of it. So make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net and join as a free member. There's a link at the top menu that says join today. Click on it and make sure that you sign up so that you're included in the list of, of members that are being invited. And, of course, if you are a silver member, then you're automatically going to be invited as well. And all of our crown ambassadors who are ambassadors and generating that referral income. You're already in there. And so, again, I want to thank all of you for sharing and spreading the word and pushing uh, other Crown ambassadors into the community all weekend long. So, again, that's going to be important. I also want to share with everyone another big, big announcement, and that is, is that we now at Women About Biz are able to provide personal business loans to women. Um, And so you'll be learning more about that, but we will now be able to provide personal loans. Now, it will be based on your uh, minimum of a 650 credit score, but we will be able to provide personal loans for anybody that is seeking a loan to start their business. Uh, the, The money can be spent for whatever reasons you deem necessary because it's a personal loan. We will be able to do that. And, of course, the other big announcement is that Lifestyle for Her is now the Crown Ambassador Program at Women About Biz. The system has been folded into Women About Biz, and so we've got so many wonderful things going on. You are going to want to be a part of this. We are wanting to help you to become a wealthy woman, both financially, spiritually. We we want to help you build a wealth mindset so that you can create your legacy, you can create abundance for yourself and build your empire. Empire. I'm so excited and I'm so grateful to God for giving me the answers, for allowing me to manifest all of the powerful people that have come on board at Women About Biz to help women around the nation and the world. So again, ladies, you're going to want to be a part of this. So make sure you are a member. Uh, if you go to Women About Biz and click on login in the top, uh, in the very, very top menu bar and you can't log in, you know, see if you can reset your password. If that doesn't work, it means you need to go ahead and sign up as a free member at the minimum, okay? That's what that means. 
I want to thank you so much for sharing your 4th of July. I want you to take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and step beyond your comfort zone because therein lies your success, and that is what freedom is all about. Happy 4th of July, Queens. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.